You know, the world right now is a really unsettled place. And for such a time as this, women play a most important role in history as peacemakers. The goal of Ladies of Liberty Sound Off is to affect the lives of women in an empowering way through discussion of important issues of the day. So, are you ready? The Ladies of Liberty are ready to sound off. Celebrating with Linda Martinelli, Becky Komainen, and Judy Moran. We hope that 2020 wasn't too rough on you. Um, we're going to be sharing and chatting about uh, 2020. Uh, we're going to look forward to 2021. We're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions. Um, have you guys, have you guys seen that, uh, match.com commercial with, no. uh, with, oh my gosh, it is hysterical. So it's match.com, right? And it's Satan gets together with <laughs> oh, 2020. Yes, yeah. yes I have. <laughs> oh. And they meet and fall in love. And, hilarious it is so funny <laughs> it is wickedly good it is so funny they they meet 2020 uh meet satan on match.com and they fall madly in love and um blow up the year i'm telling you so <laughs> it is hysterical so oh my goodness new year's resolutions i used to have new year's resolutions uh, but I, I really, I don't so much anymore. I don't know if you guys do, but listen to this. Nearly half, 45% of Americans set New Year's resolutions each year. 25% of them give, give them up, give up their New Year's resolution by the second week of January. And uh -huh. only 8 to 12% actually stick it out and, you know, actually stick with their new year's resolutions i don't know does that ring true for you guys at all well i'm that prompts me to ask you judy back in january 1st of 2020 did you set a new year's resolution no i mean okay. sort of i always get this i always i always say hey i'm gonna work out three times a week and i'm going to only have cocktails on the weekend right. and i'm <laughs> well that never works no it doesn't and then my girlfriend stop over and and they you want a glass of wine yeah anyway yeah. instead <laughs> yeah. of going to work out <laughs> yeah so listen to this most people will end 2021 two pounds heavier than they started the year in spite of their goals to diet and lose weight um, with the same amount of debt, maybe more, they'll still be smoking if they're a smoker, or, and they'll still be earning the average of their last five years. And they'll still be struggling with the same bad habits and, and they, they say strange relationships. So what the heck? Well, I have a solution for all those people. Tell me. So... Judy Moran's husband and Judy have a book <laughs> called the 12 week year. And it's it hilarious that you mentioned this because the first thing I thought of was your husband, Judy, and the 12 week year, because it's a yes. brilliant plan uh, that, that he has to 
make your year goal. So say your new year's resolution is no longer 12 months, it's 12 weeks. And you make those goals in smaller bites and you Mm -hmm. hold yourself accountable. And I attended his seminar and he, first of all, he's an amazing speaker, but it, it's really a wonderful, successful idea that people can look at. Um, and I have no uh, dog in the fight with your book or your husband's book, except for that. I think it's brilliant. And as a businesswoman, it helps people set goals and keep them because when your goal is out so long and so far mm-hmm. as a year, I know for me, if I say, well, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year, I'll start trying mm-hmm. about December 25th. So right, <laughs> so, right, so right putting, after I have that last tea cookie. Yeah. Putting it in smaller <laughs> bites is really a, a, a good idea. So I started my, I didn't make a news resolution because I'm like you, I've mine are gone immediately. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did back in November, join a gym and have religiously gone three to four times a week. And although I haven't lost a lot of weight, I definitely have lost inches. And you know, I mean, that so so that's a good thing. But I'm not going to say that it's a New Year's resolution. um, Because I, I don't know, somehow I think mentally that will put me off my game. However, I'm really good at giving other people New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I always tell my That's husband, this year, for, this year, you should make this resolution and you should make that resolution. <laughs> He's not a big fan of it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm great, at, I'm great at giving advice and spending other people's money for them. <laughs> well, that works. Awesome. Yeah, it does work. But you know, 2020 as a whole, as a year, I feel like the odd person out be- and often hesitate to share this given that 2020 has turned into such a tragic year for so many people. My 2020 started out the best year of, I, I, hate, I hesitate to say the best year of my life because my life has hopefully quite a bit of time left, but 2020 started out so, so well for me with a surprise gift of a trip to Australia, New Zealand, and Tasmania for a month. And I can, I'm still riding that wave. That is still wake up every day and and I'm just replaying those memories in my head and and have that forever. I picture myself in an old folks home at 90 and just remembering those days as wonderment instead of staring at maybe some things I don't want to look at, but business was going well and the world seemed okay. And I actually got sick eight weeks after I got home, which was right in line Mm. with many, many, many other people that got sick. And the reality of me getting sick and what was going on in the world hit very, very hard. And though my business stayed extraordinarily busy at the time it did slow down a couple months a few months after that along with everyone else's and it seems like 2020 started out perhaps really good or just like any other year and then it really took a nosedive and plummeted and with so many tragic things that have happened 
And those New Year's resolutions that were started in 2020, I believe just were shoved away because the priorities that came into place over losing weight or exercising or not going to swear anymore or not going to buy this anymore. I believe our priorities have taken a dramatic shift as a result of the 12 months we've just spent. And by the way, Judy, I, I happen <laughs> to have the 12 week year right in my hand. Do you really? I that do. Is so awesome. There Thank are highlighted, you. I have highlighted areas and bookmarks in it. It is wonderful. Just to chime in That's on that. That's so but. awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is. It's, um, it's interesting. Um, I appreciate both of you. I was going to give full disclosure that, <laughs> um, that my, my husband is the rock star who wrote the 12 week year. Um, and I'm his number one groupie, but mm you know, we're all about, we're all about setting goals, uh, in our family and in our business. That's what we do. Um, and I think the goal is a, is different than, than a resolution. Agreed. Um, and I think, you know, the 12 week year for us, uh, works because we get people to count the cost. I think most people fail their New Year's resolutions or their goals because they don't count the cost, um, with the sacrifice, the action that um, you have to take to achieve that goal. Because you can control your actions, but you really can't control the outcome. But that's why you have to commit to the actions. And that's really what you did, Linda. You committed not to uh, losing, uh, you know, uh, clothing sizes or going down in clothing size, clothing size, or to lose weight, you committed to actually going to the gym and working out. So you committed to the actions, And by doing that and following through, you actually achieved your ultimate goal. Um, but most people, you know, they say, well, I want to do this. You know, they're, they're, they, they, the top 10 New Year's resolutions are, I want to exercise more, number one. Number two is losing weight. Three is get organized, which I will I'll forever need to do. Number four is learning a new skill or hobby. Five is live life to the fullest, okay? Um, number six is save more money or spend less. Seven is to quit smoking. Eight is to spend more time with family and friends. Nine is to travel more. And 10 is to read more. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. What's interesting, too, is that when I, if we, we turn the TV on, tell me how many commercials you see for weight loss and then how many you see for, um, for quitting smoking. Have you noticed that they're increasing? Well, I don't see a lot more that say read more or, no. or do valuable things <laughs> no. like that because weight loss is absolutely one of the biggest businesses in the world. So is. this is when they make their money. In fact, um, this being New Year's Eve, I noticed that there are a lot more people in the gym than were there two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And this oh, is what yeah. everybody does. This is when the gyms get all their memberships is at new year's time. Everybody's making a resolution. So it'll stay busy for, you know, 
a month or so, and then it'll start tapering off again, which is fine with me because I like less people in the gym. I don't have to worry so much about germs and things like that. But um, also to Becky's point with 2020, you know, it, it was certainly for all of America, for all of the world, a very, very difficult year. I know my husband mm -hmm. and I had planned our biggest travel year ever. We had so many places that we were going that we loved to go and we couldn't do any of them. And so what did we do? We did what most Americans did and we huddled in our house and we're, we're people who uh, travel a lot and we go out to eat more than not. We started cooking at home. Now my husband has always done the cooking <laughs> and this is really interesting <laughs> and he's a good cook. He has never basically let me be near the kitchen except for on the holidays. I do all the holiday cooking, you know, the turkeys and the prime ribs yeah. and things. Uh, my Christmas prime rib was the best ever this year. So I, like um, I you know, he has a limited repertoire. What he cooks is very good. But like other people, you know, we needed to get more creative. So we decided to write a COVID cookbook. And as we made things every day and tried different things, because what else do you have to do locked in your house? You know, we kind of mm -hmm. wrote it down and uh, came up with our favorites. But I started doing the cooking. And my cooking is completely different. And lo and behold, after all these years, he's realized I can actually cook. So <laughs> great bonus. It's, it's funny, because um, you know, being Italian, he thought that only he could cook. So anyway, uh, we're having a lot of fun with the, the cooking. And I won't say that we cook together, but we work together on it. So if I'm cooking, he'll do the chopping and prep and vice versa if he's cooking. But but yeah, it's it's been an adventure this whole year. Uh, COVID has devastated my company, uh, my employees in California. And I'm no different than millions of other small businesses. You know, luckily, I am a pretty good money manager. So I've managed to hang on and, and pay everybody. But I'll tell you what, it's been a challenge of a lifetime. 2020 has been a challenge of a lifetime for so many people in so many ways. Uh, absolutely. Um, Linda, we so so you, you already, you shared with the audience that uh, our company is the 12 week year. What I didn't share was that probably 95% of our income, our personal income came from Brian's speaking engagement. So somebody hired Brian to come and that's how you and I met, uh, would hire them, hire him to come and speak at a big conference or come and do a workshop. Well, so how many conferences and workshops do you think there were in 2021 right. <laughs> and in 2020? Not, they were all canceled. And yeah. so we had to, uh, first off, thank you, Jesus, for our nest egg, right? And secondly, we had to reinvent ourselves. And I think that many people, I mean, I, I think it, what is so amazing to me when I watch people get creative with their businesses, if one thing doesn't work, then they create something new. We had to create a complete virtual studio. 
for Brian and, and shift. And, uh, he does the complete, you know, Brian, Brian P. Moran show on, uh, on zoom now, which is amazing. And, and it has changed our business so much, even though we took a huge hit, it really forced us to, um, move into the whole technology age and, where people were starting to do virtual events uh, before COVID hit, now it's it's crazy, and it, so it forced our hand. And I'm so glad it did because uh, it's blessed us. And I think that it's important. It's all to me about your attitude. Are you going to lay down and and let COVID or let uh, the world happened to you or are you going to shift and try to stay positive and find a way around the mountain, through the mountain, over the mountain, trying to figure out a different way to do what you need to do. Reinventing Judy is and has been and will continue to be key for so many businesses and people, not only for the, well, the remainder of the year, but moving right into 2021 in order for businesses to even attempt to survive. And I, I wish everyone the absolute best of success in their businesses and endeavors for 2021. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about 2021 and the hopes and thoughts for that year. Don't miss an episode of the Ladies of Liberty Sound Off. Subscribe to the podcast. And for the latest news and inspiration, join us back at AmericaOutloud.com. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Welcome back. Boy, we have so much more to talk about. Uh, but before we continue into the new year, a couple more things we want to hit with 2020 that are worth noting. What a big year. How much change happened this year and how much forced change. There are lots of things people want to change on their own for their own health benefits, mental well-being, business. But we had changes that were forced upon us because we had to stay home. All of the world, and let's say all of America, focusing on this at the moment, we were basically shut-ins for weeks, many, many weeks, which changed the dynamic of families and homes and people who work from home, their businesses. Lots of changes happened, such as 
I can share in our family, this was a very good time for us. And I do want to acknowledge there are many families out there that it was a horrific and terrible time. But I'm just sharing right now that for us, this was a marvelous time of togetherness and growth. Lots of struggles because of the changes, but our family grew, our 20 year old grew tremendously facing these challenges. I'm so grateful that we were here for her to help her walk through these things and now see amazing growth and changes. Um, you grow up pretty quickly when you're in a pandemic sometimes, mm -hmm. but the families have had to change when you're losing your job or you're on hiatus or you're on unemployment, but you don't know where the next paycheck is going to come from. Your schools are starting up again in the fall and yet you're not meeting in person. So that whole dynamic changed and the parents have become teachers in many cases because they're home, they're not at the office. Now they're juggling two jobs, teaching and work, and then add in the dogs, add in life and stress. And I, my understanding from a friend of mine who has a daughter who just got her doctorate, I believe, and is a practicing psychiatrist or a psychologist, not sure which, but brand new out in the field and she can't take any more patients because so many people are coming mm. to her as a result mm. of the pandemic and the mental challenges that that presents for being shut. People are meant to be social. We mm -hmm. were not designed to be shut-ins or stay in our homes. We were designed to be social. God wants us to be out there and talking about him and life and sharing. And we were not able to do that. That affects people in such a great way. Uh, it is our hope that for the new year, that is going to change in a positive way. So there will be less staying at home, more people getting out, life improving, work improving. That's our hope. That's our hope for 2021. I think, Becky, that it's changed forever, the workplace. I think a lot of companies, uh, big companies like the Amazons of the world, the Oracles, Facebook, I think that they have realized that people actually can work from home. And there are a lot of companies that are now going to keep that as permanent. And I, I think that a lot of, we're going to have a lot of empty space in a lot of buildings because it's kind of changed the paradigm about working for people. Even myself, I was always somebody who said I didn't want my employees to work from home because I didn't know what they would be doing. And I want to make sure that I get, mm -hmm. you know, my full eight hours that I'm paying for. Mm -hmm. Well, um, when the pandemic hit, I allowed my employees to choose because we are an essential business. So we have stayed open, uh, but I allowed them to choose if they wanted to work from home and half did and half wanted to come to the office. So I have not found their productivity to be any different from home. Um, if you have responsible people, they're going to be responsible wherever they are. So I think that that has changed. And then we have to mention that we had a huge political year. We had an election, mm -hmm. the election, um, from anybody's standpoint, didn't go well, no matter who you were for, it's a big right. mess. 
And that is still up in the air Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, it's, it's just still up in the air. It's a, it's a mess. We had uh, a Supreme court justice seated. I mean, it was a big year in so many ways and an unusual year in so many ways. And our lives are forever changed because of it. Truly, truly. It's, you know, Judy, you've mentioned with Mm -hmm. your job, how that has, I mean, it shut down because other Mm -hmm. businesses shut down. These were all forced changes. And it's going Mm -hmm. to, it's going to be interesting to see what, how people do handle this because Mm -hmm. you do have choices and you can, Mm -hmm. what I call armadillo, Linda, you might recognize the armadillo. (laughs) I have one in my front yard every night. (laughs) I think that's so cool. But my daughter says when sometimes when things get tough, she'll armadillo, which just means you curl right up and protect Mm -hmm. yourself from some things. And that's, I have to tell you when my dog chases the armadillo, it does not curl up Becky. Does it? Does it? It, does uh, not. it it runs like a bat out of Hades. Oh. <laughs> I would think that they That's could. Great. That's pretty funny. I didn't know the things I don't so know. Funny. Oh my goodness. You know, I think that um, it's interesting because uh, COVID. I mean, and the election and everything else. To be honest with you, I'm. I guess I'm just tired. You know, I'm a little tired um, because it was such, it really was such a tough year. It was a volatile year, I think. Um, And I I mean, honestly, every single person on this earth has trouble. Uh, The Bible promises that you will have trouble. It doesn't promise that everything's going to be great and wonderful all the time. Uh, The difference, I think, is that people's troubles are staggered. Uh, throughout their life. And I I think 2020, with the election and the mess of the election, like you said, Linda, either party, any party that you belong to, it was very difficult. Uh, And and the strain uh, that it placed on relationships uh, was very, very intense. And then when you put COVID on top of that, where you have this separation now you already started to have separation between you know the two beliefs um and then you add COVID and you say okay you can't be together I think it's difficult but what's what's surprising to me is I at first I thought boy divorce rates are going to be up a lot you know I had heard that in the beginning of the year and when I looked it up What's really interesting is that this was a study done by the University of Virginia, and they said, actually, the divorce rate has decreased this year, which I think is is really interesting. Uh, My own personal theory is that when whatever your marriage is, when you add tragedy or difficulty to it, it just makes it more of what it already is. That's my theory. What do you think? Well, that's a good theory. Um, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. But I, I 
agree with you. And, you know, I, I wonder if the divorce rate is not up because divorce courts were closed and you couldn't go. <laughs> but I, I, I yeah. do agree with you. It, if your marriage was bad, then it probably got worse because you're in tighter quarters. And if it was good, um, you know, then, then it probably brought you closer together. I know in my house, just as you both have said that it was a, not a bad time. I mean, it's boring. and It's, it's not what I would prefer to be doing, but I have enjoyed the time with my husband. I have enjo enjoyed the time with my kids who live close by and we get together. I mean, literally three to four times a week and somebody's always cooking because literally we're just minutes apart. So somebody's always <laughs> cooking, usually me dinner and everybody comes over. It's just more fun. I, it's a whole new way of life for me who mm -hmm. has been traveling around and spending a lot of time in other places than home to have spent the whole year at home. I, I really have loved it. I, and my husband and I have loved it to the point that where we have had an office and I also have one in California, I'm in Texas and I also have an office in California. So I'd go back and forth he has an office downtown in our town and we both left our offices and we have moved into our house. He actually built an office on our property and he says, why, why do we go anywhere? We're enjoying this. Let's just, we'll just work together here and we'll be, you know, it'll stay like this. And, you know, for us, that was good. And I also think for families, and I've said this a hundred times to have see, be able to see what their kids are doing in school, to be able to reconnect with their kids and their families. I, I think mm -hmm. that that's a silver lining to this horrible year and this mm -hmm. horrible pandemic, but something good did come out of it. I think mm -hmm. it definitely did for us. in, in so many ways, number one, all, you know, both my chickadees came home, um, Gabby came home from MSU and it was so wonderful, you know, and Emma, uh, did school. They both were online doing online school and, and it was just made my heart so happy to have my house full again with my children. What was yeah. fun to learn was that Emma actually excelled and did better with online learning. And when we talked, yeah, when we talked about it, she said, you know, mama, it's really because I'm not distracted and I'm not worried about being fast enough, you know, not, not being the last one to turn your paper in. Yeah. So she takes the time that she needs uh, to learn the subject. And, and so she's actually enjoying online learning. The other thing that was very fun was that I told the girls, that they were in charge of dinner one day a week. My girlfriend, Christy, gave me this idea. But I said, you tell me what you're going to make, and it can't be you know, ordering pizza or pizza from the freezer, okay? It has to be a real dinner. And you know, Gabby is a really good cook. Emma had not cooked very much. But, you know, they had to give me the ingredients uh, to go, you know, to go to the grocery store. They decided what they were going to make. And I talked her through it, but I didn't touch anything. 
And, you know, she was, Emma was so proud of her roasted chicken. She made a roasted chicken with potatoes and carrots, and it was delicious. You should have seen that girl. She was so proud of it. And I was proud of her, and it ignited something in her, an interest. Uh, not not necessarily in cooking, but in baking. And she has been baking so much and loving it. And so this nesting, this closeness, this it's just been a huge blessing for our family. Well, let's and talk a little my, bit about what what are we looking for in 2021? I mean, here we are, we're on the eve of it being a new year. And lots of people are ready to get rid of the old year. So what are we thinking? We have a new administration coming in. We still haven't gotten rid of COVID. We're in a very bad moment in time with COVID. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And schools are not committed right now to be back in session. So what are we looking for in 2021? Boy, that's a really deep question. (laughs) It really is. It's difficult to answer that question as a result of the past almost 12 months, let's say the past six months, eight months, my perspectives have changed. So I honestly don't think too far out if, if at all, I do know. And that's, that's as far as what I can plan. I really can't plan much anymore, but I can hope and I have hope for things to change in the future regarding a number of things. As, as you mentioned, we have, we'll have a new administration and I know things are going to change and there will be many things that I probably won't like that have changed or that will change. So I would like to find a way to become more active in my community as far as facilitating things that I want to see happen in my community or perhaps even keep the same if I see that something might be changing in what I would consider to be not such a good direction. I'd like to find out how I can become more active in our community, even if it means still having to do something online since we can't physically go to a place to meet with people, but I have some ideas that I really would like to see take place for our area. And that's a hope that I can be that involved to do. I think, yeah, 2021, I, for me, is full of hope. What I'm hoping for is that I don't lose the, the sense of peace that, that we were blessed with during the whole COVID situation. Um, there, there definitely is, you know, stress financially and, uh, from this year. Um, and I'm not really sure what this new administration is going to bring America and there is stress and, um, and some fear about what it's going to do to us, uh, to, to our, our whole nation. And yet, the cocooning that occurred during 2020, I, I, I'm hoping that I don't I'm, give that up, that we don't return it once the vaccines go out and, and hopefully we'll eradicate COVID uh, and 
we can get back to quote unquote normal. I don't really want to get back completely to normal. I, I am cherishing the quiet time with my family. And so that piece of it, and I, and I'm appreciative of the way we've been able to shift and change. But I think just like any difficult time, I, I, I believe that for me, it's my faith. Believing that for me, it's God that's in control. We are not in control. Um, what only thing that I'm in control of is my own personal attitude and how I react to situations and if it's positive or if it's negative. Um, and who I surround myself with. Am I surrounding myself with healthy, positive, loving people? Or am I surrounding myself with people who are full of fear and, and who are negative? Um, and also allowing people in to help me when I need help. People to carry you during your most distressing times. So many people do the armadillo, just like <laughs> you were talking about, right? But they yeah. don't share their sadness. They don't share their difficulties. Um, they think they have to do it all on their own. It's difficult for them to reach out. And, and now is the time. Now is the time to accept help from someone who loves you, somebody who cares for you, you know? And I personally believe my sense of humor has carried me in so many different situations personally. You know, and I have a big fun story to share with you when we come back. Spreading the out loud truth from sea to shining sea. AmericaOutloud.com is the voice of liberty and justice for all. This is not a fight of Republican versus Democrat. It's not a fight of rich versus poor, old versus young, man versus woman, gay versus straight. It's not a fight of black lives, blue lives, Hispanic lives, or white lives. This is a battle of good versus evil. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. We are the vision of the voices, America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. You can tune in to Ladies of Liberty Sound Off weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at AmericaOutloud.com. Well, we are back headed right straight into 2021 and we are all excited to be leaving 2020. For me, I am looking forward to the vaccine and the hope that we can have some normalcy back. But I really do agree that I don't want the same normal back. I will never allow myself to be that crazy again, as far as so busy with travel and going here and there, because I've learned that I can do a lot of these things without physically being somewhere. So that really was a big lesson for me. I've also learned in our family that we can exist on less money than we had before COVID had, you know, devastated some of our businesses and like you, Judy, I think my husband and I have found more of a sense of peace with being home more and just not always having your hair on fire. 
So mm-hmm. those are good things. I also, like you, Becky, am very nervous about what this new administration will bring. The things that he has talked about doing on his day one scare the heck out of me. And I think it's the wrong direction for America. And Mm -hmm. I still do not believe that he won the election. So that will stay with me the entire four years that he's there because I, I just, I just believe that that election was stolen and I am upset and will remain so for a while that our courts refuse to even listen to 75 million of us that feel the same way and really just dismissed us. I think that that was wrong. So that being said, we all have to move on with life and we all have to do what we can do in this new year. uh, I'm, I'm hopeful to reverse a tragedy of last year. The Mm -hmm. worst tragedy of my personal year was the loss of my two grandsons um, at six months in utero. And I was there when they were born too early. And I have not gotten over that. And I'll be very honest Mm -hmm. about that. I've not gotten over that. I was there. I got to hold them. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were the most beautiful babies. And it made me think a lot about things like abortion. And I look at those babies, I say, how could these people abort children of this age must much less later, I just found that really a slap in the face that I personally needed, you know, just to say you cannot do these this to children like this, they are full, little children. But I'm looking forward to 2021. And uh, I have a grandbaby coming very shortly. And I'm hoping that my daughter-in-law mm. will again get pregnant and we can have some more grandbabies. So uh-huh. I, that that is my biggest hope for 2021 is getting some darn grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know, you really hit on some beautiful things there, Linda. One of the things that I have seen in small ways, unfortunately, small ways that I've seen some changes with people trying to be kinder to other people. I think 2020, and I can only speak for myself, but I hope 2020 has helped people put life into perspective and help them to prioritize what is important in life. When I think about the way that I lived prior to the pandemic, I'm I have to share, I'm honestly ashamed at the way that I spent money. I'm ashamed now when I realize having stayed in so long and not being out socially, I don't, I don't wear makeup and forgive me for not wearing makeup today. I know it's pretty scary, which is funny. You can't see, but if you can see me, uh, I don't wear makeup anymore and I don't care anymore. And that's a good thing for me. But I used to shop and buy a new blouse to make me feel good. And for the, especially for the holidays, when you would meet with family and friends, I want to look my best, though they, they don't know what's in my closet. My 20-year-old blouse could be brand new to them, but I needed something new. So I spent money that I shouldn't have spent. And when I'm out at the grocery stores, when I do have to go to those different stores, I'm actively trying to smile behind the mask 
and you can tell in your eyes if people are smiling. I'm letting people go ahead of me in line. I'm letting them go at the intersection first. I'm trying very hard to express love to other people and kindness in this very difficult time. And I hope that that remains. I actually hope that that just gets better once we can take our mask off. I hope people are going to smile more with each other and be kind. That this difficult time that everyone's going through in 2020, it, it doesn't mean that in 2021, you're going to snap your finger and difficulty is over. Everyone has the vaccine. Now we can go back to being unkind, unfriendly, spending too much money, falling back into the same terrible habits of humanity. And I would really like to see everybody keep that going. And then in 2021, can I still get my eyelashes done? Yes. <laughs> I get my eyelashes done, Judy. It's, okay, it is I my, my it is my serious necessity. <laughs> Me too. I do my own eyelashes. <laughs> I can give up the fingernails and the toenails yeah. and I can I can even give up haircuts and color for a while, but yeah, not my eyelashes. Not my eyelashes. <laughs> no, I love my eyelashes. <laughs> okay. So we, we just minimize our you know, know. our luxuries. That's all. <laughs> there we go. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. We just, we can cut back on our little fun luxuries, but when you're 57, you need your eyelashes. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, everything has come down to, for me, relationships and relationships are so important. Not only, I'm not talking just about between girlfriends and our friends, but Mm -hmm. out in the community and within business, reaching out. I mean, it's what we're supposed to do. Um, as I'm a believer, I'm a Christian woman, and I want to talk to people about God, even people in the grocery store, if the moment presents itself, mm-hmm. people are going to know mm-hmm. what I believe and the way that I walk, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those relationships are important because they can, they can build communities and they can, it, it happens in business as well. When you're kind to people, you're, I've learned that sometimes in chatting over the phone with people, you're talking business, the longer you chat, all of a sudden, and it happened to me about three months ago, chatting away with someone that I had contacted about a prospective client. We just got to talking. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the conversation, he said, you know, I really, I think we're going to be looking maybe in the future for voice talent. Da, da, da. I hung up with him and I kid you not, five minutes later, he called me back. And he said, we want wow. you. We really want you. Oh, that's so and it great. Ha- you know, in the grocery store, it has happened or in other stores. And I'm so grateful that Mary mm-hmm. has been with me to witness this. I mm-hmm. will I will do what I said I wouldn't do because my mother does this. And she has always done this. And when I was young, it irritated <laughs> the living daylights out of me that my mother would stand there and just chatty Kathy with whoever. Mm-hmm. And she can take mm-hmm. she can take any subject and bring it back to Jesus in about 2.8 seconds. <laughs> but that's, that's a great. gift. That's a gift of hers, and I hopefully am picking up on that because Mary has watched me in a store, chat mm-hmm. with a person, and then by the end of the conversation, it's either, you know, I I think I'm going to look into this or this or that, or, you know what? Because we were talking today, this is going to be half off, and it's on me. Or we're going to give you mm-hmm. this extra. We're going to do this for you at no cost. Or and it's not oh, the wonderful. point is to get thing for free but the point is no. 
plant those seeds and build the relationships. It can even be with your car service person, but giving of yourself is a way to make that change for the positive and people need it. They crave it. They want it, whether they know it or not. Those eyelashes will help you smile behind that mask. Absolutely. Giving of of yourself always comes back tenfold. Absolutely. Judy, I want to hear your crazy story. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, part of what, what I think about is that, um, you know, regardless, so 2020, we all agree 2020 was tough. Um, 2021, absolutely. I believe has to be better. Right. And yet we, each individual person I feel will, will always face trial, you know, and what I was saying earlier is, you know, who you be and who you are in that trial is going to affect to me the outcome. Um, when I turned 40, I, I ended up with breast cancer and I only had one boobie, no hair. And to boot, I had a mouthful of braces. Can you believe it? Braces, one boobie and no hair. How cute nice. do you think I was feeling? Nice. Right? it was nice and I did you know I mean there there were times truly when I had and faced self-pity don't get me wrong but and everybody I I believe you know in tragedy in loss just like you experienced this year Linda you experienced one of the most painful bitterly painful tragedies anybody can face in their life And I know that you are still reeling from that. And yet what I experienced with you is that you keep moving through it. You don't let it get stuck inside you. I know that you have sad moments and dark moments um, with the loss of those babies. I know you do. But what what I see in you, Linda, is that you don't stay there. You feel it, you experience it, and yet you move through it and move on. And, and I think that that is key. You can't just lay down and, and give up. I believe that, um, you know, you grab onto your faith, you grab onto your people, and you have a good attitude. I remember going Christmas shopping with my best friend, Christy, and um, I you know, had my wig on, I still had my braces, my one booby. Um, I, but I hadn't been feeling real sexy in a long, long time. Anyways, we're driving home on I-75 in her van. It was a mom van. It wasn't like a sexy car or anything, but we're driving down the freeway and this truck, this trucker pulls up alongside us and he holds up this sign and it says, good looking. I'm like, Uh what? Uh (laughs) and I said Christy look and she is completely opposite of me okay she's driving and she's going don't look at him him." and I am waving to him I'm like hey he thinks I'm cute you know (laughs) and she's like Judy stop it stop it and I said no what and so I whipped my wig off right and I am bald as a cue ball. And his eyes were bugging out. 
and telling you, he, he was like, oh my gosh. And he started to speed up, right? And oh. I'm like, hurry, go faster, Christy, go faster. <laughs> and so she speaks up and, and I'm like waving at him, but he took that sign and he covered his window up so that he couldn't see us. Oh right. my goodness. <laughs> Oh, wow. But we, well, there's a guy with laughed. a problem. <laughs> yeah, right. We were laughing so hard that we, I swear we peed our pants. We were laughing oh so hard gosh. on the way home. <laughs> That's a great story. Is, Listen, hey, I have a question real quick. Uh, one minute of Becky. Any yes. New Year's resolutions? No. <laughs> <laughs> there, no, I am actively not making any New Year's resolutions. I know in the past they haven't worked for me. And so I just daily am going to continue to try to do better at anything I think needs improving. Okay. Well, I think that that's a good plan. And I think that we for 2021 should all go in that direction. Judy, I know you're not making any New Year's resolutions. No way. No way. I'd be in trouble with the rock star <laughs> if I did. <laughs> I do have some 12-week year goals, though. <laughs> well, and, and those are great. I, lo I love your idea of things being goals rather than resolutions. And I truly do love Brian's 12-week year because it puts it in smaller bites that people can actually work with it's much easier and you can use it in any area of your life I'm trying to get my husband to look at this also for several different things and getting his attention long enough to do that because he's very very busy right now in his business but I, I think mm -hmm. that it would help anybody so um Again, hey, I, not so much a plug for I, the book as as for the whole you. idea that that Brian came up with is so helpful to life. Hey, maybe I could convince him to come on someday. Would you like that? Well, we absolutely would love to have have Brian come on. Uh, I think I That's asked you that about best. one year ago, Judy. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but, but, listen, I um, want to push him on you. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that funny? He you would know, love it, to. He asked if he could come on today. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, we will absolutely arrange that. Although I don't know about guys having on Ladies of Liberty. We'll have to think about that. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> you know, I, I think that from all of the Ladies of Liberty are wishful for everybody to have a wonderful 2021 to, yeah. you know, make their own dreams come true, to have their best life and to move forward just, you know, just keep moving forward in life because mm -hmm. really we get one day each day and that's the only day we ever get that day. So make the most of it and, you know, just, just take life as it comes and do what you can mm -hmm. to make it the best it can be. That's, that's all that we all can mm -hmm. do. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens with the vaccine. We'll see what happens with the new administration, we'll see what happens with so very many things that are up in the air in our country and our lives. But the one constant that we all have is we have each other. And I love how Becky put it that we can make our day and everybody else's day a little bit better. And mm -hmm. you know how Judy 
puts it that we can move forward without looking back. It's not that you forget the bad things, but just keep moving mm-hmm. forward. We, we all have those things within us, right? So mm-hmm. there's hope for 2021. I'm hopeful. I know that you are both hopeful. And we'll just keep mm-hmm. talking about things on Ladies of Liberty and bring what we can to the table for all the women in the country. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. Well, ladies, that's a wrap. One more step for womankind. 